Hello and welcome to the show. Today's an out and about episode, so expect the usual interruptions, you know, people driving by and uh, having conversations and those sorts of things. So, now let's get straight to the meat of the topic for today. Today we're going to be considering the question, should you be offering concessions or should you be giving discounts to close the deal when you're having a conversation with a potential customer or when you're chilling with a business associate and you're trying to move things forward. So, in our businesses, should we be offering concessions or should we be giving discounts to close the deal to move things forward? Now, for those of you who've been listening to the show for a while, you know that my typical answer is it depends on a few things. Because whenever we're talking about business development, we're talking about sales and marketing, a lot of these things are contextual, so we can't just give a yes or a no answer. And that's because we're dealing with a uh, a system and um okay when i say we're dealing with a system what i mean is we're not just dealing with variables that stand on their own there we're dealing with variables that interact with different things and affect the outcomes in different ways and that's the reason why when you go to see your doctor uh, the prescription is not just uh, take panadol do this or do that they have to ask a bunch of questions to try and figure out what is going on to try and see what's wrong in the system and then they can give a wholesome answer that is going to be the best for the situation that's the reason why every single time you go to the doctor and you say i have a headache that's why the answer is not panadol sometimes the answer is panadol the other times the answer is take a cat scan um, other times the answer is go and rest and sometimes the answer is go and have a bath so it depends Now, in this case, what are the things that we should be looking at? First of all, you want to be sure that you're talking to the right person. I know if you've been listening to this podcast for a very long time, you're probably tired of hearing that. But this is something that is absolutely foundational and that we cannot run away from. So we should always have it at the back of our minds. Because if you're giving a discount to the wrong person, if you're giving a concession to the wrong person, Chances are that might not be enough to move the deal forward anyway. And of course, you end up devaluing the product or your service um, that you offer. So if you're going to go ahead and take a hit on these things, making uh, concessions and making discounts, at the very least, you want to be sure that you're talking to the right person, the person who has a want, a need for your product or service, they can afford. Uh, Okay, well, I guess afford is uh, an issue here since we're talking about discounts. And they're ready to make... um, a move anytime soon that is the urgency um, criteria because at the very least if you're talking to the right person and you kind of squeeze them in through the door on price at the very least you should be able to get some back-end business some repeat business uh, some uh, referrals in the future and it's not going to be a client who's going to be a pain in the neck if you're talking to the wrong person who's just looking for a concession just looking for a discount they don't really want or need the product or the service and so they just do it anyway because it's cheap and it's right there it's available these are the kind of monster clients that end up uh, taking all our time and all our effort because we're spending all the time trying to please them because you know sometimes these cheap people they want um, uh, the whole world for the least possible price so first off are you talking to the right person that's the first thing you have to consider before you decide if you're going to give this concession or if you're going to give this discount then the second thing which i'm sure you're already familiar with do these people have a problem worth solving we need to be sure that they have a problem worth solving because if it's just a small pain that the person has then they can wait they can hang on indefinitely if it's a vision that is not worth pursuing, then it's something that they can put off indefinitely. So let's say you run a hair salon, um, lady calls in, she wants to do um, a certain kind of hairstyle, she wants you to provide the attachments, she wants you to provide the, um, 
Well, okay, I don't know much about making hair, so if you're a hairstylist, please forgive me. And females listening to this show, please forgive me. Um, I guess my wife hasn't trained me well when it comes to hair making and stuff like that. So, the lady calls. The lady wants you to provide the... She wants you to provide the material. She wants you to provide the retouching cream. Uh, she wants to be able to come in um, on her own schedule. And on top of um, all that, she wants you at 7 a.m. in the morning uh so that she can finish and go to work or the wedding or whatever and she, on top of that she also wants uh, a concession instead of your five thousand um fee she wants you to do the uh she wants you to do it for two five or maybe three thousand or let's say your home visitation rate is uh seven thousand she wants you to come in go all the way to a house and you do it for two five or five thousand or whatever so these are the sorts of um, issues that you're mm, uh, these are the sorts of things they are tackling with with this particular client. Now, you need to be sure that they have the problem worth solving in the first place. Because if the woman just wants to do a routine um, hairstyle, um, hairstyle change, you know, something that you do every three weeks, um, every month, it's not, much that, uh, it's not that much of a big deal. Then precisely why are you going through all this trouble and bending over backwards for? Because you're just going to end up um, devaluing yourself. It's not going to be... Because it's not put worth particularly anything to this woman and so if you bend in on all these things she's going to be calling you every single month um, just because she can hassle you to do that she can get all of this for extremely um, low price and with all the concessions so you need to find out if the person has a problem worth solving so we want you to come 7 a.m in the morning to her house it's a home call you, know, you have to ask the question uh, 7 a.m can't it be later um why well, you don't have to be that direct, but you find your own uh, conversational way of asking it. So, if it's that uh, she wants you to come 7 a.m. because she has a wedding to get to at 10, let's say because that is a weekend, or maybe it's 7 a.m. Uh, on a weekday because she has um, a, uh, what's it called? What do you call this thing? Maybe she's an executive in the bank, and it's one of those uh, GM-type meetings. No, what are they called? They say executive meetings. And for those of you who work in the bank, you know what I'm talking about, where all the members of the board get together and stuff like that. And so she wants to make sure that she's well put together before the event. I mean, you need to ask all these questions. You need to know um, if uh, what vision it is that the person is aiming towards, or if they have a problem that is worth solving right now. Because if it's a pressing need, then it might be okay to engage them in some of these um conversations and maybe give some concessions now because you're hoping that once the emergency is solved you're going to be able to make it up on repeat um on repeat uh, businesses sorry repeat purchases repeat um service repeat orders uh, in the future so these are the sorts of things that you have to be um juggling you don't just jump at everything just because somebody has called uh, we need to be sure that they have a problem worth solving now you also need to be aware of your margins and how this affects your profit goals for the business so, you're a hairstylist, you have your shop in Utaku, or you have your shop in uh, Ikeja, uh, you know, Ikeja Underbridge, for those of you in Lagos. No, not Underbridge, I mean, those complexes that are after uh, the bridge uh, in Ikeja. So, that's where your store is. You need to be aware of these sorts of things. I'm paying X amount for shop rent. I'm paying X amount for my assistants. I'm paying X amount for NEPA. I'm paying X amount for uh, water. Uh, then I'm also paying X amount for market uh, market levy. I don't know about Abuja, but I think in, yeah, in Lagos they pay market levies. I guess it's safe to assume that wherever you are in the country, in Nigeria, even if it's Onisha, that there are some market levies that need to be paid for cleaning and all these things. So you know that at the end of the day, it costs you um, X thousand 
or X hundred thousand uh, naira to be in business every month. And so you kind of have a sense that uh, you need to get 10 clients at the very least coming in, paying you so, so, so amount for you to be in business. So you need to know about these sorts of things. So that kind of gives you your walk away point when somebody calls and they say, come and do it for, uh, come and do it for two, five. If you know that what you need is 10 clients paying you one, five, then I guess you can say, well, in your mind, you have this conversation. You're like, well, ideally, it would be nice if I could get, um, if I could get the three thousand. You know, that's my asking price. But this person is saying, uh, this person is saying uh, two five. Well, what I need to keep the lights on actually is two thousand. I don't have anything else better to do. So maybe I'll just go ahead. So you need to know what your margins are and how this is going to um, affect your uh, your profit. Um, your profit goes for the business. So you need to know your cost of goods sold or the cost of providing the service. You need uh, you need to know because sometimes some people think that this is a good deal and then you take it, but then it's only after you're done you realize that, oh, more, this was a bad market because it has put you in a bad way. It's a problem that, um, okay, for those of you who are listening to the show for the first time, you, you will not be aware that I started off my business journey as a wedding photographer. So it's something that wedding photographers would do. You hear the job, it sounds good, you give a hefty fee. What you think is a hefty fee, they ask for discounts, and you think, well, it was hefty to begin with, you give the discount, you go ahead, you do the job. But then by the time you're done with everything, you pay the second shooter, you pay for the books, you DHL them, you settle the video guys. By the time you're done with everything, and then you're looking like, ah, I collected hundreds of thousands of naira, but I'm only done with, uh, I'm only left with 20k, 30k, and you just think of it like, wow, that was four weeks of work, and only had 20k left, or 30k left. So, it's something that wedding photographers, um, that, uh, well, they're mistakes that I have made myself, and I know other wedding photographers who have made um, as well, because you're not aware of the cost of goods sold and your margin, it looks like it's a sweet deal, because, you know, you quote 500,000, and 500,000 sounds huge, so they ask for a discount, they say 450, you guys go back and forth, you end up on 475, and then you think, ah, I, I did good, I did good. And then by the time you deliver everything, you see that uh, you only have 30k or 40k left on your hands. And then you're now having that awkward conversation uh, with your wife at the end of the month because there are things that need to be uh, paid for, there are things that need to be done. And uh, she's wondering, and you also are wondering how you could handle such a huge job and then you're only left with this paltry sum at the end of the day. So... You need to know your cost of goods sold. You need to know how much it is that provides yourself you, to provide uh, your service. So you know your walkaway limit before you make a concession or you um, accept uh, to a deal. Now, sometimes you give a concession, uh, you give a discount. It doesn't put you in a bad way. But the thing is, if you have goals for the future and you're giving lots of concessions now, then you're increasing the amount of work that you have to do to make it up in the future. Now, on another podcast that I listened to, I can't remember what the industry was, but they sold a, f- a physical product and um, was a, a proper, you know, like big time business. So they have accounting department and things like that. So eventually the boys in accounting were able to figure out that each time a salesperson gave a discount for 10%, what they needed to do was to make up, I think it was 33%, 33% more sales in other areas. So, yes, you guys heard me correctly. In this particular industry, for this particular good, every single time a salesperson said, okay, no problem, let me give you a 10% discount. It means that for the company to meet their goal at the end of the year, they had to sell 33% more in other areas. 
So think about it. You're giving yourself a lot of work. So it's something that applies to all other businesses, but the margins are different. So if you started off the year, you went to church, you said your prayers, you spoke to your spouse, you're feeling really good and you feel like, man, this is the year. Um, you know, profit this year must be 10 million. You know, we must do 10 million or nothing in order to stay in this country and survive. If I don't hit this 10 million, then we're going to Jackman, we're going to go to Canada or, you know, whatever. But this year it has to be 10 million. So if 10 million is the goal, you need to realize that if 10 million is the goal, you've done the math, you need 100 people to pay you X amount to hit that goal. Every time you'd make a concession on this particular client, you're increasing the amount of work that you have to do for future clients. And think about it. If you're having such a problem selling right now, at the current price do you actually think you're going to be able to close the deal when you put a lot of pressure on future clients and you now have to raise the price on the future clients i mean think about that that's food for thought now another thing that you have to consider are you making unprincipled concessions now this is what a unprincipled concession is in the world of negotiations there's this idea in negotiation that you should not be making unprincipled concessions and a principal concession is every time somebody asks for one thing you say, all right, cool, I can do that for you, but I need you to do this for me in return. And then you say what you would like. Now, this is the whole idea. You give a concession on one end, you make it up on the other end, so that last, last, at the end of the day, you're not losing, you're not in too much bad shape. And then another thing about not making a principal concessions is this. When people get the idea and they know that every single time I call Tavishima, every single time I call Chinenye up or I call Bingbe up, and I ask her for a discount, Bingbe will say, oh yeah, cool, I can do that for you. But in order for me to do this, I will need you to do X for me in return. They're going to stop asking for discounts. They're going to move over to uh, Shagun or they're going to move over to Jide and start asking Jide for unprincipled concessions because they know that every single time they call up Jide and they ask, hey Jide, can you do this for me? Can you take off 10%? Jide will say, well, because you're my guy, well, no problem. Me will run out, let's do it. So they're going to stop calling you. They're going to stop call, start calling the person who makes unprincipled concessions. So are you making an unprincipled concession in this case? You need to think about what it is that you could ask for in return. One of the classic cases is when somebody says, look, in order to buy this thing, uh, you know, we need a discount. You know, you sit, you think about it, asking for 10%. You say, okay, no problem. 10%. Okay, I'll give you the 10%. But in order for me to give you this 10%, Instead of buying 10 units, I need you to buy 40 units. And apart from the 40 units, I'm also looking at closing business with this guy. Give me this guy's phone number. Let me see if I can get this guy as a client. So you put the proposition forward and then you see what it is that you have to say. So in this case, you're not making on principle concessions. Uh, you're looking for ways to make it up on the back end. You're losing 10%. Um, on one unit but instead of them buying 10 units you've asked them to buy 40 units so you'll be able to make up uh, for some of the things in um, some of it in volume and then plus you're asking for a specific introduction to a particular company that you know that this guy knows somebody in there so you can see if you can get business done with the other person so that is a classic case of um, not making your principal concessions you ask for the person asks for the discount you say okay no problem yeah you can take the discount but you're going to have to buy more volume. I mean, if I'm giving you 10%, how much money am I going to be making? So instead of buying 20 units, I bet just buy 100 units now. Because after all, you buy 20 units any month, every month. You might as well just buy it up right now and then save your time for the next five months. So those are the sorts of things that 
um, we can do. So remember, on principal concessions, they lower the value of your product or your service, which is bad. They also make you a less attractive person to work with in the future because you are now becoming commoditized. So stop making unprincipled concessions. And the final thing that we're going to look at, we've gone past 15 minutes, is do you have a proper selling framework? And do you have a full pipeline? Now, the reason why this is important is this. If you don't have a proper um, selling framework and you have no way for reaching out to people, gauging if they're interested, engaging them in conversation, moving the relationship along, then you don't have lots of people to talk to every day. And if you wake up today and uh, you have 10 people to talk to, if someone calls and the person is talking crap about 10% discount and everything, you have 10 people, other people to talk to. You have the liberty to say, you know, guy, uh, I'm sorry, I can't deal on those terms. Um, try somebody else. The reason why you can do that is because you are secure that you have 10 other people to talk to. And you know that, well, there are 10 other people any which way. Out of those 10 people, I should be able to end up doing business with one or two of them. So let me stop talking to this unserious joker who every time he calls me is asking for 10% discount, 15% discount. So that's why all these things are important. You need to have a proper selling process, proper sales framework, and you need to have a full pipeline. With a full pipeline, you are not going to be desperate. If you wake up and there's nobody to talk to today, and five people call you, each of them asking for 10% discount, you have nobody to talk to, you feel desperate, you offer concessions here and there, because you don't have a full pipeline but when you have a full pipeline saying no to people that's not a problem so desperation is what might make you consider this discount deal or this concession to be a good deal and it's not allowing you to think clearly whether it is good for you or whether it is good for your business um, overall so you need a proper selling framework you need a full pipeline when you have a full pipeline any idiot picks up the phone and uh, that's asking you for 20 percent 10 percent uh, you can just uh, brush the person off because the other people who are more serious that you can talk to and end up doing business with. So, do you have problems handling discount conversations, pricing conversations, and other kinds of concessions in your business? If you do, then connect with me on LinkedIn. And that's all for today, folks. Remember, you can subscribe for free. The name of this show is Sales for the Nigerian Business Person podcast. It's confirmed and available on Spotify, on Google, on Apple iTunes, Pocket Casts, Overcasts. Uh, if you check any other reputable podcast player, my hope is that I'm going to be there. But if I'm not there, then let me know. Let's see how we can sort that out. I know that I'm not available on Amazon Music yet, and I'll see how I can get that done. Oh, by the way, for those of you Apple people, uh, I know that the Apple headset is out. It's kind of pricey at $3,500. That's the, uh, the last that I heard. Um, it's supposed to be a cool thing for spatial computing. I haven't seen any Nigerians using it yet. But if you're one of the uh, listeners of the show and you use it for work, uh, why don't you hit me up on LinkedIn? Let me hear what the experience is like, see how you apply it in your business, stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you can listen to podcasts on that um, device and all that. But anyway, just hit me up. I'd like to hear what the experience has been like so far. I'm not an Apple user anymore. I'm now back to uh, the Android community. But still... It's cool to see what's going on out there in the um, tech space. I mean, first of all, it's uh, AI, and then now we uh, seem to be going real deep into this, um, uh, what's it called? Is it augmented reality? Augmented something. Virtual reality, augmented reality, and 
all that cool stuff. So anyway, just hit me up, let me know. If you don't know the spelling of my name, then just uh, check the podcast profile in whatever player that you're listening to. My photo is there, my email address is there, and the proper spelling of my name is there. So just search for me on the apps and you'll find me there. So remember, if you have a problem handling discounts and conversations, connect with me on LinkedIn. Let's see if we can get this money right. So I'll catch you guys at the next episode.